Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Dental Business Mentors. I am joined by my partner here, Dr. Justin Buller. I am Dr. Paul Edgison. In our last episode two weeks ago, we talked about a case study from one of Justin's practices and how they just implemented some same-day dentistry and just made a huge, huge profit in production and collection difference. Today, we're going to talk about another one of your practices. So I'm just going to pass that mic to you, Justin. Talk about this is an interesting one, too, and I think a lot of people are going to like it. So take the mic, man. I think the key to startups, first of all, they're a real pain, right? Let's be honest here about what it takes. It takes a lot of pre-planning, grand opening onwards. It takes a lot of patience and consistency to really get to where you want to be. But I want to simplify this, and I may be stating the obvious to some of you, and Paul will probably have some great things to say as well because he grew his startup quick, right? I don't know if it was that big inflatable dinosaur you had out there or what. Oh my gosh, you remember that? Like, (laughs) Dude, I literally, look at this. I wrote down dinosaur. Talk about the dinosaur. (laughs) That was was the first thing I was going to talk about. You got to get a dinosaur. Okay. That's right. That's right. You got to attract attention, right? And that's what it comes down to. And I think so in terms of going from zero to 110K a month, I think that's a substantial increase in productivity, obviously. And living over 100K is where most practices want to be. We plan on doubling this over time. But I'll let you know, in terms of the basics, the first thing, in my opinion, is picking the right location, right? You can't turn a crappy location into a good location. You just can't. So do your due diligence up front to get your demographic studies. Make sure you understand what the competition's like around there and what procedures folks are offering and generally gauge what that new patient flow will look like for you. I think if you choose the right location, then your job is now to attract attention through external marketing right? And we've talked about that in other episodes. So I'll let you guys go listen to those about external marketing tips and tricks. But Paul talked about one is attracting attention to your location. If it's highly trafficked and a lot of walkthrough traffic or drive-by traffic, you have something big, inflatable, whatever that may be. There's like companies that they have like so much to choose from. It was like di- yeah. it was dinosaurs, it was apes. It was like, it was hard to choose. I'm like, man, I don't know. What, who are we? The dinosaur is smiling. So that's why we went with the dinosaur. Yeah, did you black out a tooth or something like that? (laughs) No, that thing was like 20 (laughs) feet in the air. I couldn't get to him. (laughs) So attracting attention for that location is good. So pick the right location if you haven't done your startup. That's the key, right? We have a good location that is attractive for folks, and it's in a growing community. It's not in a shrinking community. It's not in a community where it's declining in population. In migration numbers year over year are increasing. That's a big indicator, right? How many people are moving to this place year over year? What are the plans that the city has or the town has in that region to create economic stimulation or big companies coming in to create employment? Those are all very important things. But the second piece, as I said, is once you've got a good location, it's external marketing. New patient flow is a driver for growth. If you don't have opportunities to diagnose treatment plan, convert it treatment presented, and then perform treatment presented, then you can't grow. That's a big piece. And the second, I think, is keeping everything under one roof. Some people say, well, I can't do that because I don't do molar endos or I don't do wisdom teeth or I don't do implants. Well, you need a plan for that. 
let's say you're just a bread and butter doc that just loves to do crown bridge, anterior root canals, maybe the premolars, don't want to touch the molars. You don't want to mess with dentures or over dentures or implants and all these sorts of things. Then you have to, prior to opening, have a plan in place to have those other providers come in. You can learn to diagnose and treatment plan those things as the main provider, but you don't have to perform them. We're not letting things walk out the door. And I think that's a big key, right? Although the main provider at the office does not do implants and wisdom teeth, others do, although they don't like doing molar endos. There's another doc that comes in twice a month that does. And that's the key. You can't let things walk out the door because as soon as you do that, that revenue is no longer in your practice. It's gone. As well, you send the message that it's a bit inconvenient, right? We talked in another episode about convenience, the same day treatment. That's a big thing here. You want to do same day treatment from day one right? Your schedule is not going to be slammed, but like while these patients right off the bat, show them, diagnose treatment plan that day, and then get a quad done for them. Those are all really important factors. So it's not rocket science. A, good location. B, external marketing services and attention to the location. C is making sure that you keep everything under one roof. And if you can't do it, have a plan for who's going to do it, right? Like don't go to your grand opening sending out a root canal in the first week that you don't want to do, like have somebody who's already ready to go and then build their schedule, keep them really full. Like we'll have, for example, a guy that comes in and does the surgeries twice a month, two Thursdays a month. And those can be 10 to $20,000 days. Ordinarily, they would be gone because the principal provider doesn't provide those services. And I think having a plan for that is key. And then the last piece here is you need good leadership. You need a good office manager, office lead who really feels like they've taken ownership over the practice and who really wants to see all these team members succeed so they can keep a pulse on both administrative and clinical operations. And you can also get a coach to help you with that piece, right? You can bring in a coach as long as you have the right team member and their coach can help with that. So that's it. That's all, man. No secret sauce here. Just those main drivers, those main points done consistently. And we hope to see this double by just doing more of the same. It's a testament to the team. It's a testament to the providers. And it's a testament to the location itself. So how about yourself, man? What was your experience growing up? Yeah, I mean, I, the location, man. Why make it hard on yourself? Find a good location. And I'm not saying you got to go in the middle, like rural, like farmland, like where like you're the only dentist for like 15 miles. But I'm just saying like you got to go somewhere where people are growing because when the community is growing, people are moving there. And it doesn't have to be all growing. Like there has to be some migration into it. People are going to show up and be like, dude, we need to find a new dentist. And I can't tell you how many people we see. Our community has always been growing since we opened. I think that's been our secret sauce. But we see a lot of people that are just like, hey, we moved here like five years ago and we're still driving all the way out to our old dentist. Like way the heck out there. This place is great. So I think why make it hard for yourself? Don't get so set on a location. It may not be worth it. It's much more worth it to find a good location. You mentioned like new patients drive growth because new patients drive more new patients. Pending that we are taking great care of them. Nothing has been more fun for me than the startup, the early stages with having that team ownership. Not saying that they actually own, but they we all were just like banded together. We are going to make this awesome. Let's make this awesome, guys. Like, what can we do better? And it was fun. It was a great office. It was a great vibe to be part of and watch this thing grow together with your team. The more new patients you get in there, you've got to ask them, hey, do you have anyone else in your family you want to make an appointment for? You know, should we get your kids in? Should we get your, your husband in? Because most, I'm, I'm presuming most of the time it's the mom that comes in first. At least that's my community. It's like that. Not saying like, hey, do you know anyone that needs a new dentist? Not being that guy, but saying like, hey, is there anyone else in your family you want to make an appointment for? You know, since we're making yours. 
you'll get a lot of new patients like that. And populating reviews. When my office opened up, this was like the infancy of Google reviews. So like I was on it early. I was at a family party. I was at a wedding. And I do just ask somebody, hey, you got a Gmail address? They're like, yeah, why? I'm like, can I use your phone to write my practice a review really quick? And I would just write myself a review. And I'd be like, just for five stars. And then I'd call like two friends and ask them to do it. And that's how I initially populated them. I had a coaching client and I thought this was kind of cool. He said he was bonusing every team member $10 on any review that somebody wrote that mentioned their name. And then I said, man, like what if they say to the patient? Like, hey, can you mention my name? Because I get a bonus. And he said, I don't care. I still get the review. And he's like, that's how it's supposed to work. And I was just like, dude, that's brilliant. Saying like, hey, like, man, if you had a good experience, can you write us a review? And gosh, I'd get a bonus if you would write my name in it. Would you do that for me? Because the patient's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that for you. I had a really good experience with you. I want to do something nice for you. (laughs) And it's like, well, what do you care? Like, as the owner, like, it might be a little pushy, like you're asking, like, for it. But, I mean, you're not asking it. Your team is. But you're getting the reviews. And the reviews help you move up on Google and your SEO-wise. And it helps everything. And I think everything just kind of snowballs off that. So, like, I'd say, like, big way to grow a startup is, gosh, it still comes down to that location, though. you got to have the location. You've got to have a push for marketing and really being willing to spend the dollars. And I'm not saying you have to spend a lot, but I would say for us, most of our growth was organic. It was, a lot, I'd say half of our new patients were, I mean, when we opened up, it was just drive by. We drove by. I mean, that big inflatable dinosaur, he was out there for like maybe three weeks or something like that. And we had balloons and we had the stuff on the signs on the door and a banner. And I look back on a time, it was just so much fun to do that. Like part of me wants to do that again. And I'm just like, no, don't do that again. You don't want it to go through that again. But it was fun. It was fun for that period of my life. You got to focus on like just those little things with the team, the touch points, all these little things. But it's easy to do when you're small and you're growing. And then the other thing, like you mentioned, like having somebody on hand to do these specialty procedures that you don't want to do. Well, why can't you do them? Just do them. Like, I mean, talk about somebody doing a molar endo. They're going to come see you. You're going to refer them to an endodontist. They're going to go for a consultation. This is their second visit now. Now they're going to go get the endo done. That's a third visit. Then they're going to come back at you and get your crown temporary if you're not milling yet that's a fourth visit they're gonna have five visits for one tooth like how about they come in they need an endo i do it today i do the molar endo i mill the crown and i get you out of here one visit that person's ever had to gone through that five appointment sequence they are immediately blown away and they will sing your praises all throughout town so i think you should learn how to do all those procedures and then as you grow you can find other people to do them but yeah like you said justin if you have somebody you can do them on hand coming up on time you want to take us out You know what? I think we've touched on all the main points. I would just go back and make that checklist of those four main points that we talked about. If your practice that you're looking to start up doesn't check off all those boxes, for every box that doesn't check off, plan to grow more slowly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's it. It is what it is. It's how you do it. All right, www.dentalbusinessmentor.com, $179 a month. Check out the website. Tons of video content, tons of forms, tons of team training videos. It's all there, everything you need. All right, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Ever since we started using Relevance Online Marketing, I could see a drastic improvement in our SEO. I mean, we are ranking so much higher when searching for dentists in our hometown. We are seeing more new patients and certainly someone you should give a, give a look at if you're considering new marketing companies. It's just absolutely awesome. 
I would recommend Relevance to any practice owner who wants to see what proper marketing can do for their office. I want to thank Dr. Paul Etchinson for introducing me to Relevance Marketing. They've done a great job, very thorough. I'm happy with the results. Thank you guys for all of your help. We never truly realized how powerful this could be. It's really changed our business for the best. I think they're definitely worth every penny. Easy to communicate with, easily accessible, does what I ask, and even shows me some reports when things are going a little bit off track and what they're doing about it. You know, it's just a level of service I just haven't really received from other marketing agencies. Since we've been using Relevance, we've seen a tremendous growth in our business. I would recommend their services to just about anybody. Search engine optimization uh, and getting your ranking on Google to be the highest it can possibly be. The efforts uh, by Relevance and their team and the efforts and the things that they've done with the, uh, the SEO as well as the social media. Highly recommend it. So what are you waiting for? This is Dr. Paul Etchison telling you to get a free consultation with Relevance. As a listener of the podcast, you get the first month free and there is zero obligation to continue if you aren't blown away. Make this the year you grow your practice to the next level. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to set up a free consultation. That's RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com.